Hello and welcome to another edition of Profitainment. I'm Jay Napier, your host. This is where we talk about money and attaining money, digital marketing, profit ratios. If it's business, fun, we do it here at Profitainment. Because quite frankly, attaining profits is what most people really want to do. But they're stuck in one of those 9 to 5, 12 to 5. Oh my goodness, it is my phone. Yeah. So, let's get started. Today we're going to talk about accessibility. Now, you don't know me from a sack of potatoes, do you? All right. So, accessibility. Have you ever seen somebody park in a wheelchair parking spot, but they weren't handicapped, that you could tell? Maybe they were. Maybe they were not. But that's not my point. You know, I haven't always been quadriplegic. I haven't always been in a wheelchair. I was a guy out there hustling. Since I was 18 years old, I've been behind the steering wheel, working my tail end off. I delivered newspapers. I had a position where a company paid me seven cents per flyer. And that company did roofing and siding and you know all type of different constructional type work. And I got my brother and his friends to do the work for me at four cents per door hanger. And we went door to door. I let the kids out. They did their thing. I got paid. They got paid. Life was good. Not bad for a youngster, right? Now, let me ask you a question. How long would you drive a car with no air conditioning and carry around a bunch of kids putting out door hangers for you? Well, it'd have to be for a long time, wouldn't it? No, most people wouldn't even accept that position. <clears throat> As I'm clearing my, my throat, excuse me. But um, quite frankly, most people just wouldn't do it. And that's a sad thing about today versus back then, because, you know, back then, people had more hustle. Are you what people would consider a hustler? Somebody that gets out there and does whatever it takes to get something done. <clears throat> now, I got to tell you, there are people who are willing to work, and there are just people that don't want to work. There are people out there who can't work. There are people out there who are just not ready to work, but, well, you know, that's life. Choose anybody to judge. So we're getting back on point here to being accessible and accessibility. So the accessibility part with the wheelchair parking spots is, well, it's important because I recently read something where there would be a brand new spot that said there would be 72 parking spots and two 
handicap spots. Does that bother you? Does it bother me? No. But you know, the Americans with Disabilities Act, called ADA, makes buildings have to be accessible. Whether it's a hotel room, cruise ship, or uh, you know, access to an office. But it does get a little quirky, I'm going to call it, because, well, you know, if I decide that right here in Nashville, I want to go to the Hermitage, former home of President Andrew Jackson, I can go. But the accessibility part, they didn't add an elevator for that. So my chance to get to the second floor and all that, it's not there. But would I go? Sure I'd go. You know, there's parts of it that are accessible. It's like asking somebody, do you go into a bar? Some will, some won't. So what? Kids, can they get in a bar? Theoretically, yes. But can they drink? Well, legally, unless they're of age, no. So, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. When we talk about accessibility, you got to chunk that down a, bit, a little bit. Yeah, that, that basically is, uh, just so you understand, it's like a butcher. A butcher will take and trim the fat off of meat because, well, maybe it doesn't make the meat taste good or for whatever reason. But you get the idea. Well, chunking something down is just like that. <clears throat> you know, it's the ability to take something and get from it what you will. So being accessible, <clears throat> darn, hang on a second, folks. Honey, can I get some water, please? Let's see, that has to do with my accessibility and my voice sounds a little scratchy. Maybe to you it doesn't. You know, I've got a little pain in my throat and, uh, well, you know, so I can talk good. Thank you, dear. <clears throat> now I can talk again. But, um, you know, people go through life not understanding accessibility. Now, I've, I've always been one who was passionate about caring for others. And it has bothered me for quite some time, longer than I've been in a wheelchair, that people who aren't handicapped will park in a handicapped spot because it's convenient. You know, I, and, and in my mind, I'm thinking of people that, well, you know, it is the handicapped spot. It's there with the ramp so people can get in and out of their vehicle. And, and that's part of what makes people who are disabled or handicapped or handicapped or whatever you want to call it. It's part of what makes their life livable. Their quality of life is better because... They've been able to get out and about, see things, do things, 
appreciate things like, oh, the pollen count is very high. Or, wow, listen to the beach. Or, you know, maybe, just maybe, they can go experience a place like Kingsmill, Ohio, home of Kings Island Theme Park. A place that used to be my second home. Beautiful theme park. If you ever get the opportunity to go there, go ahead, enjoy it. Now, it's handicap accessible, but there's probably no rides there I can ride. Uh, sure, maybe I can get our family through to the exit ramp and get on the ride because I'm in a wheelchair, but I can't go. As much as I have loved roller coasters, I quit riding before I ever had this accident that changed my life. So, you know, all of these things have something that you can use for your purposes. You know, maybe the next time you see somebody get out of a car and, and sprint, I don't mean like walk casually or limp or whatever somewhere and they park in the handicap spot because well the parking lot's full that's no excuse maybe you yell at them say hey you're parked in the handicap spot they may even ignore you but come on you got to think about it for a minute it's all about making life accessible so, my father was legally blind. He wasn't always, but he became diabetic, even though his doctor said, change your diet. And, well, he had an auto accident because he couldn't see right. He lost his vision, and then he didn't change his ways. And his vision got worse and worse and worse. And, you know, he made some bad decisions in life. And then I helped him make a better decision. And he moved to a little town called Springfield, Tennessee. Had a pretty nice two-bedroom home. Liked it, but fiercely independent. But eventually his health went down further and further and further. Until, well, he needed me to help him do just about anything. But still fiercely independent. So, <clears throat> let me share with you how we went to Kroger's, the grocery store. I would take, park out in the far side of the parking lot. I get out of my car. I go into the store. There was a regular wheelchair there with a basket on it. I take it out to my car. I pull the basket up, get my dad to take a half a step, get into the wheelchair, put the basket down, and push him through Kroger's. Now, 
I know he didn't like it. And this is the best example I've got for you. If you let him loose in the grocery store, he may be walking down, say, the tampon aisle. Now, I'm not trying to sound sexist, but colors and, and things like that. You know, he'd see something that would catch his eye. He'd want to pick it up and look and see what it is. Now, that's a process that it might take two, three, four minutes. And that's really not that long. But when you think about it, how many aisles do they have in, say, a pharmacy? You know, like a Walgreens. And if he accidentally got in the women's, uh, well, in the aisle with the pads and the tampons, what happens? Well, he's going to find something, maybe it's blue, red, green, yellow, pink, that catches his eye, reach out and grab it. And, and keep in mind, he can't see, he's legally blind, not totally blind. So he's trying to bring it close enough that he can see something. And then he might see a brand name that he's heard of, and he realizes, oh, that's a tampon. I'm using that as an example. Now, on another note, he may end up standing right in front of, say, the, uh, uh, the meat department. And they may have the most beautiful steaks. And he sees them. But they're, the one he likes is, say, the filet mignon. And I, I personally don't know how much a filet mignon goes uh, per pound. So exam as an example, I'll say it's, uh, I don't know, uh, $13.95 a pound. And I don't know, it's a pound and a half. And he likes them, he buys them. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with being in the tampon aisle. But you know, you have to look at the overall story I'm telling you here. So focus again on why we needed that wheelchair. Because my dad couldn't see. And it would have taken us maybe three, four, five hours to just go to Kroger. I'd go in, buy what we needed. I'd take him back out to the car with our bags. I'd take the wheelchair back where it belonged. And we'd head on to the house. So, you know, when you consider being able to do things, and that's really what it comes down to. You know, my mom used to say, JJ, strong and able, get your elbows off the table. You know, it was called, you know, etiquette. A lot of people today don't even have etiquette. You see people holding the fork wrong, or they don't know what a salad fork is, but, you know, it's etiquette, and, you know, we've covered so much in just over 15 minutes worth of me talking about, you know, being able to do things. So, 
Let me ask you a question. What's holding you back? What is holding you back? You know, I'm recording this on uh, January 28th, 2019. And I promise you, there are kids sitting around playing video games. They have no work ethic. They are not excited about getting out, getting into a car, getting their own car, getting their own place, doing anything. Nothing excites them. But, you know, they sit around and they do nothing. You know, there's a career involved with that. If you know about it, you know, Facebook will pay people. At least they were. They were looking for people to develop games for Facebook. Think about that for a minute. Or, um, you know, anything like that. So what I'd like to do is, one, let you know that you can find out more about what I do at megaresortvacations.com. We're going to go ahead and say thanks for listening. I am Jay Napier, your host, and this is Profitainment. Ta-ta for now.